Hello. Um, so this episode we talk about some companies that may or may not have dodgy aspects to them. All the stuff we're saying is public information. However, we don't like getting sued. And I mean, the chances are low, right? You know, but we're not talking about big corporations that don't have time for our bullshit. We're going to be talking about companies that might have time for our bullshit. I tell a story later in the episode about a company that my mum used to work for. And just to be safe, I have censored the name with an animal noise. And that animal noise will become apparent at some point. Make your guesses now. I thought I'd just give you a heads up. Anyway, let's... Let's do this thing. You're listening to the Get Inside Us podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Hannah. I am fascinated by MLMs and pyramid schemes. I... They're so interesting. (laughs) Because they're almost like... They're pretty much a cult. (laughs) And cults are interesting to read about. You went straight from MLM, pyramid scheme, to cult. And you're like, it's it's basically... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) End of podcast. That's all you need to know here. They're basically cults. (laughs) Yeah. Business cults. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cults that focus on making money. There's there's some that are... I mean, I'm going to say harmless, but they're harmful. Mm. But, like, they're not going to absorb your entire being. Yeah. Pyramid schemes. And then there are some where they absorb your entire being and, like, there's rallies and, like, the founders are treated as, like, Jesus' second coming Mm. and, like, this weird, like, think positive, your life will change. Monetizing people's vulnerability is pretty gross. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm just like, I don't like this, you know? And, but, I, I mean, I've seen that stuff throughout my life. I mean, there's the one, like... I, I wouldn't really... Is it really a pyramid scheme, though? But I remember there's a makeup one where they do makeup. And I, I remember hearing the makeup wasn't actually... You know what I mean? Bad. It's actually pretty good makeup. And But I remember the like people being in parking lots and approaching people. Like, they would approach my mom and stuff like that and do that and try to sell the product. And, like, that. That's those are my kind of memories of, like, that... I'm like, what was that? What what's going on? It was that person. What are they selling? What is this? I mean, that's one of the classic signs is that this person has a lot of product that they're desperate to shift so they're in a car park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be Yeah, that's a pretty good sign. I feel like we should at least start by explaining what a pyramid scheme is. Yeah. I feel like it's like a people know about them. But, you know, just in case, if someone's listening don't really know what a pyramid scheme is, give them some context, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So you have a person at the top who's like, I'm the top of the pyramid. I'm going to recruit six people. And these six people sell my things. And those six people get commission. And then that person at the top also gets a commission from those six people of what they sell. But the main money comes from recruiting more people. So those six people recruit six more people then those six people get commission from the six people they hire, then the person above them gets commission as well. So the, the, all the money funnels towards the top. Yeah. Like a pyramid. And everyone's just recruiting more and more people. And the product at this point doesn't matter. It's just a facade. It's just something to be like, oh, look, we're a real company. We're selling 
herbs. We're selling household objects. We're selling some overpriced makeup. But it's all about recruitment so that people yeah. above you can get more and more commission. Yeah. That's what, it's about. That's what it's about. Yeah. It's to ultimately help the person at the top succeed. And then the person at the top goes, look how successful I am. I've sold this stuff. You could sell this stuff yeah. too. You could be as successful as me. Where really, you, you can't because, because you're not at the top of that. And you just, you're never going to make that kind of money. It just doesn't work like that. So when you branch out, every person who you recruit also has to buy a starter kit, which includes all the latest products for you to sell. And then you get a commission on like the amount of starter kits that people buy. And then they encourage you obviously to buy a new one every month. They get all the latest products because no one's going to buy your old products that no one's even bought anyway, but you need all the new products. And that's how you get more commission as well. (sighs) People paying to be a part of this by buying products that no one's going to buy. People being recruited are the customers, not people buying products. <laughs> so it's, you end up spending your money that you're not going to buy. Like, you're not going to make back. You're just spending money that you're never going to make yeah. back. Yeah. But they claim it's an investment. <laughs> I saw this really sad documentary where someone wasn't getting any sales. Like, she was posting to her Facebook, trying to do, like, beauty reviews of the stuff, trying to hope that one of her friends would catch on and buy something. She didn't get any sales, but her upline, the people above her, we're telling her to like, oh, you just to buy the new range. She buys all the new stuff for like the last of her savings. Plot twist, no one bought anything else. And she's stuck with all this like concealer that's overpriced and not that great. Oh my God. Oh my God. Would you like to take a guess? The percentage of people who lose money. I I would guess most people. Um, like 95%. 99 <laughs> And in the one percent, there's probably a sizable chunk that don't make a minimum wage from it. They make they make money. You just make back their money and a little bit more. more. And what was it? I saw something really interesting um, about how fast pyramid schemes can fail. If the person at the top hires six people, and then those six people hire six more people, you're looking at like eleven layers until you've reached the population of America. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then 13 layers, you reach the world population. <laughs> no, you reach more than the Earth population. You reach 13 billion oh, on level 13. Oh, That's how fast it multiplies. Oh, shit, dude. Which is why pyramid schemes just don't work. Yeah. If you hire, if everyone recruits everyone. But of course, that's never going to happen because no one can recruit when you get to a certain level you sort of run out of people who are willing to be in a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And the, it's only the people at the top who are then getting money. Yeah, and if you can't do anything with it, then you're not making any money, and then it kind of dries up from the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Like, what's it? Uh, didn't they become illegal, and then they changed it? Is that when they changed it to started saying MLM? MLM is multi-level marketing, and they are different than pyramid schemes just about. It's still multi-level, and I'm like, but you're describing the same thing. Yeah, it's... It, it's... <laughs> Yes. Um, generally, so I've really tried to figure out what the difference between MLM and a pyramid scheme is. And basically, what I've seemed to find is that MLMs focus on product. Pyramid schemes generally focus on recruitment. Okay. But they work in vaguely the same way with like commission going up and stuff. Okay. So, I mean, I don't think MLMs are great. <laughs> There's still people with leave people with a lot of product that they pay for that they can't shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not always, 
but most of the time. Why I was hesitant to speak about this is because I've known people in my personal life who have been involved in this. You never blame the person who gets roped in. You know what I mean? They're just no a, vi- a victim of the, you know what I mean? The facade, like the whole, you could be your own like business person. You could be your own boss. I blame the people who stand on the stage and tell people with certainty, your life will change. You just have to yeah. be positive. You just have to work hard. You can be sipping champagne on a yacht like me, which sounds really boring. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> While the people below you who you've recruited earn all the money for you. But they're selling the idea of financial freedom, though, as well. Of like, you hate your job currently? Yeah. You hate this? You could be independent. You could be your own boss. You could sell your own products and do this and make your own money and live off of it. And at the end of the day, it's just not financially really viable and lasting. Because like the, these pitches, they're always like, you can sell all these products and earn all this amount of money. But like, who the fuck are you going to sell to? Who's <laughs> buying? Yeah. Like, obviously no one. But like, in the the thing that they're trying to teach, where, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, who's buying this stuff? Who's actually doing that? Who's going to, in your circle, in your life, is going to be yeah. buying all that? Enough to sustain this as like, viable yeah because you have to be able to have people that are willing to purchase those kind of products and do that kind of stuff and the idea of like recruiting other people then it's like okay well if i recruit that person then i've kind of lost a customer but also potentially gained yeah other customers through them hoping that they can recruit people in their life have you seen the list they give you of like who to recruit mm-hmm. Oh my god, you're kidding. It's oh, like, I didn't know there were Oh, this. so it's easy. You just, you know, you can recruit your mum, your dad, your sister, your uncle, your aunties, your brothers, your grandparents, current friends, old friends, friends of friends, your postman, your doctor, your doctor's mum, someone you meet at a bus stop, the person who works at your local Starbucks. And it's like, this is a how to alienate everyone around your list. <laughs> and it's like, these companies say, reach out to 100 people you know, and maybe like, reach out to 10 people a day. Who? How? Where? Ten people a day. I'll reach out to ten people one day. I'll be like, well, who the fuck do I do the next day? That's all my ten people gone. <laughs> That's all I know, people I know. So once you've, once you've taken your group of friends and your family and tried to sell this stuff to them, then what do you do from then? Like, what? Do you sit in Starbucks and wait for people? Let's say I recruited my mum. Who then is my mum going to sell to? I've already talked to like my family and I'm waiting for my commission. Like, come on, mother. <laughs> Sign up for more people. <laughs> I need my money. <laughs> I just, it sounds very stressful and very, um, like a burden on your personal life. So, I mean, like I, I had a friend, she joined one of these things and was selling the stuff and she'd always try to sell it to me. She'd mention it. I'm like, well, I'm okay. But then like, she'd go to the big conventions and the big stuff and they'd have big speeches and events and they'd do trips and stuff. And it was always that but she was always like oh I'm, I'm around these millionaires i hang out with millionaires and i'm like this is okay like first of all how many of these people are actually millionaires that you talk to are you actually hanging out with them or are they on a stage like it's this whole idea that like if you can hang around them and talk to them and relate to these millionaires that you could become one of them just by association or maybe like doing what they're doing wow they have the they have the magic key to this thing, and it's just, it's false. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not true. Yeah. And again, it's just preying on people's vulnerability and stuff like that. I 
it's just so gross, dude. Like these people who are millionaires got in there early. Yeah. And then were lucky that all their associates branched out. Yeah. And it all worked well. But there comes a point where no one else can reach that level. Yeah, it's true. There's so many that go around the workplace that people do as like a side gig to their normal everyday job though as well. But I don't know if they're like this is where I'm like, I can't tell if they're pyramid schemes. Or if they're just people selling product because they want to sell stuff on the side. Because I, I never really see them trying to recruit people. But they all sell the same products. The wax melts, um, the eyelashes, the nail stuff. And you see it on Facebook. And I'm like, okay. But then I see multiple people selling the same kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. There'll be multiple people that sell <laughs> the eyelashes. There's multiple people that sell those nail things. There's multiple people that sell the wax melts. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if it's not a pyramid scheme. You know when you're suspicious because you're like, ooh, where did this come from? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like out of nowhere, suddenly. <laughs> it just feels dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> and it could be there is some dodgy dealings going on, but... <laughs> is this <laughs> is this a dodgy dealing? Well, I don't know, but it smells nice, so I'm going to continue buying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Did you ever have, like, people in school who's, like... Parents would just have access to strange things. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like, what do you mean, strange things? <laughs> like, I, you talk to you, like someone you know in class, and they're like, oh yeah, my dad, um, like, do you want any of, the- I can't think of what it, we'd have some, we'd have, there was always someone in class who would be selling bootleg DVDs. <laughs> oh yeah, my dad can get it, do you want to buy Shrek or anything? We can, uh, we, you'd have to go to the cinema, my dad can get it for you. Oh my god. One of my friends made like a, a bootleg copy of one of the Twilight films for my other friend. Oh. And he fucking put his full name on the menu screen. Oh my god. He like credited himself. He was like, buy, insert name here. And he was like, if the police find this, you've written your name on the piece of evidence. <laughs> Even completely like, what the fuck? Isn't there? <laughs> you've docked yourself. <laughs> I grew up in the time where the warning came up. You know what I mean? That any kind of thing you could be yeah. fined or imprisoned. I'm like, was that not a thing at this time? Like The dude, fucking FBI noticed. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> dude. And then they're just like, oh, by the way, I did it. I'm the one. I put my name on it. So, like, who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so after, after a little, I just did a little bit of light research just to see if these, uh, wax melt nail things were actual MLMs. And it turns out they are. So <laughs> I'm suddenly Who's surprised? Not me. I'm suddenly very alarmed for the people that I know, but also Oh God. I I hope everyone's Yep. <laughs> but yeah, like I've had, you know, the old high school friend, people that I've worked with, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff, like, get involved in MLMs. You know, aka Pyramid Scheme. <laughs> like, there really isn't much of a difference in my opinion, you know what I mean, with that kind of stuff. But It's a slippery slope. It is. It is a slippery slope. It's so, it's just intense, but... It's fine. How about we make this company where, like, you earn commission of what people below you earn? Okay, cool. And then those people earn as well, and then you can, it all goes up. How about we start charging them for starter kits as well? Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. More commission, and eventually you've got a pyramid scheme. Huh. <laughs> it's just so 
greedy and shady and just awful. You know, what I mean? it's just so on so many levels. It's just morally. I feel so, I'd feel so bad being like someone's upline. Yeah, and like make like being like, oh yeah, so they've gone out and sold products, and I earn like a percentage of what they make. I haven't done shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it just doesn't. I just don't like it. I just don't like any of it. Just so morally objectionable. You know, I've had my close encounters with MLMs. Have you had any? <laughs> so my mum was mom. part of a pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh, God. My mother, the very, Your very the own one mother, only, the one that you came, Lewis. you came from the womb. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've got pyramids in my blood. <laughs> Sorry, I just immediately imagined it under like a microscope and just pyramids, like in your blood, <laughs> flowing through. When you I'm think like... of pyramid schemes, do you also think of like the <laughs> pyramid with like the eye on top? Yes, on the on the money on the <laughs> <laughs> on the fucking dollar yes! bill. <laughs> you don't even have dollars over here. The fact that you think of that specific one just shows the influence of the shit. I feel like you should bleep out that word because they're going to come for us. I don't like saying it. It's like summoning them. It's like it's like, it's like doing fucking Bloody Mary in the mirror and saying that three times. You know? <laughs> Wait, did you, as a complete sidetrack note from your mom, did you guys have Bloody Mary? I just said it twice now and I have a mirror near me. Christ. <laughs> I can't say it again. I, I think we did. We, my friend group never did it because we were scared. We wouldn't even do like a Ouija board. <laughs> So we weren't getting into Bloody Marys. You guys didn't tempt fate <laughs> just to see. Like, I don't understand what it was supposed to be and who it was that they were summoning. Like, who's this? Mary. Like, but which, who? <laughs> who? <laughs> Down the street? <laughs> you know, like, I don't. Like, <laughs> 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 like, why is she bloody? You know, is it just because of her, her period? You know, Wait. something happened? Is she cooking? Let's find out and educate everyone. Oh, no. You're, not, not now you're... drink. Fucking hell. <laughs> who is you're... Bloody, <laughs> Bloody Mary? Are... Who is she? So you said it so oh, many Mary... times. You're going to summon it. I can't. You Googled it. And now I'm scared. Now I'm terrified. It's, um... <laughs> Great with fear. It's um, Mary, Tu Mary Tudor. Oh, for fuck's sake. The... It's a fucking Tudor thing. The daughter of um, Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon. Oh my god. She was called that name. I'm not going to say it any more times before she comes <laughs> along. It's because she burned around 280 Protestants who refused to convert to Catholicism. So wait, what did we last start stop talking about that was okay? The pyramids? The <laughs> pyramids and Bloody Mary. That was fine. Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. So this... I said the name one. Oh my god, I said it three times, but I think there's enough of a gap, so I think I'm safe. But yeah, I'm sure it resets itself after a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the summoning. So you have pyramids in your blood. I said the word again, but you have it in your blood. Um, yeah. So when did it start? How did it start? I can't remember how it started, but my mum was with this company called. So it sold basically like stuff you'd find like home bargains. Okay. You know, decent quality stuff. We'll sell this stuff, but worse quality and for more expensive costs. At least they did when my mum did it in the mid two thousands. And do you do you have the thing in America where you'd have catalogs left on your doorstep 
No, <laughs> not that I remember. They, you get a catalogue on your doorstep, you come like a little plastic bag, you don't look through it, you're like, oh, I want to place an order. You'd like fill out an order form and put it back on the doorstep like two days later. One of the reps would come collect it and then, you know, you do all the order stuff and then you get delivered your product. Yeah. And I, I can't remember how you'd pay for it, whether you like leave money in the on the doorstep, which sounds really weird, or like card details. I can't Which also sounds that. dodgy. Right, leaving your card details in a random thing yeah. on your doorstep for someone to just Exactly, take. like, oh, now this random representative has got your card details, you can do whatever you want with them. Maybe write a check, like the good old days. Maybe a check, yeah. Because this was mid-2000s, yeah. so they were still a thing that you could do. Did your mom go and collect the magazines from porches? Did she put them out? Like, what What was your mom's involvement? Oh, we had, you had to distribute them and collect them. So we went with her, and that's how I de- developed my fear of dogs. Because I'd post a catalogue through the letterbox and there'd be so many dogs and they'd bark really loudly and it'd really scare me and I'd run down, I'd run away. Um, I'm not scared of dogs too much anymore, but if they start barking, I get a bit, you know, skittish. Uh, <laughs> my mum would get delivered, like, this stack of catalogues, like, monthly, and we just had to distribute them. And, like, once you've seen one month catalogue, flick through, like, oh, there's some nice jars and Tupperwares here, you know, and get some new, like, homewares, some, some new cleaning products. Yeah. There's only so many ways you can rearrange the same catalogue and try and sell it to the exact same customers. Because like, how are you going to sustain a new catalogue every month that has a shit ton of new products that is worth it? Like, new ranges 12 times a year. It's not going to happen. It's going to be the same stuff. So, like, yeah, we'd, we'd get the catalogues back. There'd be a few orders, maybe. Like, nothing to sustain the extra income. Because, like, the thing is, you get paid commission on the orders you get. Okay but you don't get any compensation for the amount of time you spend walking around the streets, delivering catalogs, collecting catalogs, the amount of time you spend like collecting the order forms and like um, doing the admin on that. And like, oh they're always like, Oh, it's great. Cause like you don't even have to do this. You can just have to do it for like an extra side income. If you want to steady 20 pounds, a hundred pounds extra a week. It's like, okay, but how are you meant to do like a steady part-time <laughs> gig while also sustaining your actual job that pays bills? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you finding the time to do all the admin and collecting catalogs and then you get the the orders delivered to you and then you have to go deliver the orders. Do you think I mean you're talking about door to door and having to take the orders and deliver them. I did that kind of stuff as a kid, but it was called Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> I sold, it was basically grown up Girl Scouts. <laughs> I sold cookies when I was a child. And I had to take people's orders and money early. And then when their cookies got in, I would have to go pick it up and deliver them. It's coming up on it right now. It should be Girl Scout season soon. People want those Thin Mints. Dude, the Thin Mints are incredible. And like... I've never tasted a Girl Scout cookie, but I've just like... I've heard legends. <laughs> but like, see, looking back on it, right? I've had Girl Scout cookies as a molder. The so like... What are they? The Caramel Delights now? They used to call them something else. And I, I can kind of guess why they might have changed it. Um, it's basically like the biscuit and a thick caramel and coconut and chocolate, but it doesn't taste like fucking other chocolate bars of coconut. It actually tastes nice. And like, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's one of the most popular, like with the mints and stuff. And do you think it's like a thing where like you're, you fed it so much during childhood? Yeah. Like you grow up with it. So you know it and you love it. It's like nostalgic as well. And it's like, it just becomes a thing, even though it's not, objectively that great yeah. <laughs> it like, becomes something you have to get 
because you are quite young and your brother's quite young. Did you walk up with your mom to these doors to deliver the stuff or would you guys split up and kind of... Oh, we'd always, we'd never split up. It'd be like a family effort. Okay. And then like... Mainly because we were in a quite a dodgy area of Cardiff. So we were like, <laughs> we're not going alone. <laughs> be together. That's good. I think I enjoyed it. It was quite, it was quite exciting. Like, ooh. Because I, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I had my love for Argos and this is basically Argos on the streets. So I was like, this is great. I love this. You get to help contribute to uh, delivering magazines and people will be excited to look at it and like open yeah. it. You hadn't been jaded I'd be yet like, by life. number 400 to your collection point, please. And it'd be our car. And I'd be like, come on, come on, man. <laughs> I have done some research on... I've seen a lot of people be like, oh yeah, I sold like 500 pounds worth of stuff. And then had to process 300 pounds worth of returns. Returns? Returns. Oh, God. It's almost like they don't care about the product, and it's about recruiting instead. It's just... So, wait, did your mom recruit people, then? This is where I get into part two. Oh, okay. When my mom did it in the 2000s, I've checked with her, messages today, being like, so, can you clarify a few things? <laughs> there were no setup fees. Okay. She didn't have to pay for catalogs, they just delivered them, and she didn't have to recruit anyone. She did have an upline that earned commission off my mom. That's weird. And it was all fine until Debbie started, like, pushing targets oh. because Debbie wanted more money. And it's like, well, Debbie, we have these streets. No one has bought anything from these three catalogs that I've already put out. I don't, how much more can I do? Yeah. Really? This is my re- this is my zone that you've given me that I can't, I can't, how am I to promote more products? Go outside your zone so, and stand on the streets and out magazines. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> so what I have now discovered is as of February, 2021, um, there are setup fees it's like 10, 15 pounds containing packs of everything you need. It's like, oh, this this sounds familiar. Aww. And the line that really stuck out to me was the opportunity to become a team leader, build your own team, and earn commission from your team sales. What does that sound like, Hannah? <laughs> but not only do you have to pay a starter fee, which I don't know what the packs of everything you need is, like maybe like a badge. You also have to pay 40 pounds a month for the catalogs. And to host a web shop. Wait, you pay £40 a month just to get the catalog? Yeah. And wait, and to set up your web shop? And like keep it running or something, I'm assuming? To run the web shop. £40 a month? Oh now, to be fair, I haven't found anything that says that you have to um, you have to buy products. I think people who order products, the money goes like to a distributor who sends you the products. So that's that part I feel like is not dodgy. This part is dodgy as fuck. So it's like it's like they only get what people order sort of thing. So they're not having to buy a bunch and keep it or anything like that. It's still just Yeah. So they'd have to like invest and be like, Oh, can you buy forty humidifiers and have those sat there and try and sell them? <laughs> Wait, dehumidifiers. <laughs> humidifiers. No, you don't humidifier. <laughs> <laughs> Living hell. Please give me more moisture <laughs> in this air. <laughs> I wonder if that's what the other things I've spoken about, the other MLMs the more modern ones that have like the websites people yeah. have people have personal links to their personal websites selling these products i wonder if they're paying a fee to yeah, keep it going yeah that's what i found with i found a whole facebook page called like with sally let's say and she posts ads all day every day like showing off like promotional pictures of these like wooden spoons and like kitchen sets and being like you can find this on my web shop um dm me if you want to place an order she gets no interactions on her posts 
She's posting like all day, every day. This is a full time job for her, and she's getting no interactions from anyone. So will will she get paid for that time promoting? No, she won't. I feel for people, dude. They're trying. And again, this is the thing. This is why I'm like, the companies that set up this shit are evil. I'm like, this is, it makes me, my heart breaks yeah. for her. Because I'm like, she's lit, she's trying. She's doing her damn best. She's doing everything she's been told to do. And it just, she just gets, gets fucked over by people who don't care, who just make money off of people that, because ah! <laughs> she's totally being told by people above her like you're not trying hard enough you need to post more you need to message your friends about this you need to so they're, ga- they're gaslighting her essentially i've gone on to um Sally's shop and it says like oh yeah so here you can join Sally's team so then Sally is your upline and she's gonna start pressuring you to to make some money because she's not making any money oh <laughs> it never ends it never ends i mean what if one day you get a a a little bit of money like two quid because someone three tiers below you that someone else has recruited down the line finally sold something is that how it works or someone three tiers below you has bought a starter kit and bought some catalogs so you get a little bit of money shit no i just people that are doing this are genuinely trying genuinely maybe like the stuff and think yeah this is a good plan I want to help pay some bills. You know what I mean? Like I want to do this stuff. Yeah. And then they just get, they get screwed over and they end up losing money. But yeah, it always seems to prey on people's vulnerabilities as well. Like the ones that target like the weight stuff, the workout stuff, the weight things, the weight loss shit that I'm like, Mm. God, the diet industry. I mean, that could be fucking, I could go on about that forever. (laughs) Like, (laughs) let's just think think about a thing that fluctuates your entire life you know what i mean for a multitude of reasons yeah throughout your life and through your age you know different circumstances whatever's going on and prey on that and then make money off of it you know what i mean and be like oh you just had a baby yeah you gotta shift that weight you gotta you gotta find some yeah gotta have some social value the diet industry profits off of your failure they don't want you to really succeed. <laughs> they need you to fail so they can continue making money. And it's all perpetuated by pressure from, you know, subliminal messages and like social media posts or different things. And like, I mean, you look at targeted ads selling different products and different things targeted towards losing weight, whatever. And you may succeed a little bit at first, but then you can gain that back. And that yo-yoing back and forth keeps you on the hamster wheel that makes them money. I mean, if they actually succeeded, they would stop making money. So they they depend on this. And it's totally just fucking awful. And I mean, it's so unscrupulous and predatory. And it's all bolstered by this notion that you can have a healthy lifestyle and achieve this sort of body type, you know, that you see everywhere that you feel like you're supposed to have. And it's just so fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucked up. And so how about we take a step back and figure out, is this a healthy diet plan? <laughs> Maybe not. Well, is it a sustainable lifestyle? Maybe you're making yourself worse. Yeah. You're thin now, but you're yeah. like... Have you fucked your metabolism? Yeah. Weight is not indicative of health. I watched a documentary and that whole facade thing is brought up because like a lot of these MLMs and pyramid schemes encourage you to live 
the lifestyle that you would want to see to buy from almost very like influencer based you know like oh so you yeah. you work for this like a makeup brand you have to use this makeup every day it's so expensive but you have to buy it as well because who's gonna buy from someone who doesn't use our makeup and like buy the products and have like do instagram posts where you're like holding a makeup bag and like i'm just not thinking positively enough i need to fake my lifestyle online and pretend to be someone i'm not to sell my eyelashes it's this whole fake facade to try and get people to buy products which i mean is a problem with influencers i feel anyway it's toxic as fuck like the what is it the fucking shit that they try to sell you for weight stuff though you know what I mean? Influencers, like flat tummy tees mm. and shit like that. Like, it's fucking unbelievable the shit they go through. So, like, if you have a platform and you're well-known for something and you take money for an ad to promote this shit, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, why would you do that to people? Like, where where's your line? You know what I mean? Like, what, you haven't made enough money? Promoting makeup or doing makeup ads and stuff like that, it's kind of like, it's not that great. But I kind of get it, especially if the people, the influencer actually uses makeup and does looks and stuff, then I'm like, that kind of makes sense. Yes. Trying to sell something on the premise that it will make you look different in a permanent way, rather than temporary like makeup that you take off at the end of the day. I think that's where it gets yeah. a bit more. Like if we, let's say, get inside us, got really big, yeah. and you know we had people come into us with like things they want to sponsor us for we could do adverts for it it'd be great we'd get money it'd be great i would be so careful what we would say yes and no to i'd probably go deep dive into the brand and be like right so are they homophobic racist or transphobic let's have a little look see oh they've ticked two of the boxes not going with them let's see the next one i'm glad i'm glad that we're not even near any kind of brand deals and we're already thinking about where we would say no I mean, what's going to get us to our castle? Adam? I don't know. I think they'll be knocking on our door about next week, maybe. I think we're nearly there. How many flat tummy tees do we have to sell to get our castle? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> God, could you imagine? That would, that would be the most cursed castle if we bought it with sponsors. Right? The, with... the corrupt castle. Everything oh, would feel wrong and dirty. It, but like, dude, oh, we got this off of insecurity and... And hate. Go from castle <laughs> to corrupt castle. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever created your own MLM, what would you do? Like if I was like number one, if I was the top of the pyramid and yeah, decided to on... make a pyramid. Yeah, with all your research and stuff like that, what do you think would be the, the best? And the best does not mean morally okay. Just just going to put that out there. <laughs> all the shit's... <laughs> yeah, I was, but what do you think? I was going to say, I feel like the best, I feel like the most successful... Is preying on people's hopes and dreams. So um, oh, it needs to be like either like weight loss or like um, something to do with hair, maybe. So I see a lot of like ads for like, you know, like um, <laughs> hair grow back stuff. What's it called? Oh, like to help help. Stuff that makes your hair grow back. Yeah, with people that are losing hair, hair loss supplement stuff. Well, the, they, the products are such an afterthought of these companies most of the time, like the actual construction of them. Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll just we'll, we'll just find something cheap and put a new label on it or something. But what kind of um, pyramid scheme would you do? I don't know. I don't know what I'd start. It would have to be something ethical, dude. I couldn't do anything. Or maybe, maybe Oh, how the turntables, I would do something 
to get the evil people who prey on others. So I could do a pyramid scheme that gets the pyramid schemers. Okay. I don't know how. What about you sell like yachts or something? <gasps> they fucking love a yacht. Oh my god. Oh my god. Or I could, dude, I could probably shift a bunch of holiday homes or something. So you sell yachts and holiday homes to people. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, you know what? You could actually sell them yourself as well. So you need to recruit some people to sell holiday homes on your behalf? I don't... <laughs> well, no, you could recruit people and you could say, you know what? You could actually reduce the price of your home if you then bring other people out here to buy more of these homes. Oh, and then more of yes. these yachts. And actually it costs you fuck all nothing because you built the places with toilet paper and spit. But... You sold the idea of living... <laughs> Literally a portaloo. Yeah, you, you sold the idea of living in this fancy place and being a successful business owner slash pyramid scheme starter. Um, and yeah, then you can market it on social media and everything and be like, look at me at my private island escape. And it's twigs held up, you know... <laughs> Some rope, but it looks really cool, you know? You just gotta sell the lifestyle, sell the illusion, and you, you, you're sold. I mean, you don't really even have to sell places by the end. Maybe like the first layer, you sell physical places, but at the end, it's like you sell, like, fake listings, and people are like, oh, these listings aren't selling. Oh, it's because you need to recruit more people. Is that what timeshares are? What are timeshares? Honestly... Are timeshares pyramid schemes? I don't know, but it's probably a pyramid scheme. <laughs> If it seems dodgy, it's probably a pyramid. (laughs) (laughs) My parents have gone to a couple of those timeshare things to get a free meal. And they're like, oh, yeah. And they're like, we're never buying this shit. We're never actually getting into this shit. Just fucking whatever. I think it's just like anything that involves people getting commission. I I just hear the word commission and I'm like, alarm bells. There's something dodgy going on here. Do they get commissions off of? Timeshares. The way that my parents and I were hounded in Spain <laughs> about that timeshare, the determination, I can almost guarantee there was commission involved, and that's why they were so desperate to shove us in a taxi and get us to buy a timeshare. That's true, actually. There must have been. I just don't trust commission. I don't trust it. I'm sure there are times where commission is, like, you know, valid. But then, like, places like um, car places, that I'm sure staff get commission there for selling a car. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, that I see why, because you have just sold like something that's like a lot of money, like over ten thousand yeah. pounds if you get a new car. I think I'd be entitled to some of that money, please. We, Thank we're you. Talking, I just sold that for you. We're talking like thirty <laughs> thirty thousand up, depending on the type of car you sell. Like if yeah. you think about electric SUVs and stuff like that. Yeah, so there's something like imagine selling a thirty thousand pound car and you're like, Cool, I've just made this company thirty thousand pounds and I get my salary. My, my 10 quid <laughs> for this hours of work. <laughs> like, so I get it, but also I'm still like, it's it's a bit terrifying that they're so eager to sell to you because they get that amount of money. Yeah, and also it motivates them to kind of be a bit slimy sometimes. That's the whole greasy salesman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that kind depends of who you get. <laughs> it really depends on who it is. And you have to kind of go into it. That's why you always have to prepare before you go into an automotive place. <laughs> like to go buy a car, you have to be like, I know my shit, and I know what to ask, and I know what to look for. You have to go into that <laughs> prepared, or you will be bamboozled, like, yeah. and taken. Like, so if you don't know what you want, they're going to be like, oh, so, well, well, we have the most expensive thing here that I think is probably the best for you. It just suits you so much. Your face and that car look the same. You should get this car. It's £80,000. 
Maybe you should be a car salesman. A used car salesman. You have to sell the genuine piece of shit to someone who doesn't have much, who really needs a car to get to work. <laughs> and you know, you know it's going to break down on them as soon as they leave. But yeah. you're okay with making your extra buck no matter what. Right? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's... Like, for this car, um, this car is on the brink of extinction. <laughs> However, I think... Your eyes really match the color of the car. And, you know, the dent on the thigh there really matches the dent in your forehead where you fell in the fireplace <laughs> all those years ago. Oh, my God! Per- I, you're perfect for the car. I still... This is the second time you've mentioned the fireplace incident. <laughs> like, I'll show you my scar if I can see yours. I, I have not seen this dent, and I've never noticed it, and I need to see it now. So, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad we figured out pyramid schemes but i mean i don't think they'll ever go away and they are illegal in most places yeah but then are mlms illegal mlms aren't illegal but the pyramid scheme model of like recruiting and people at the top earning like the money and no one at the bottom earning money that's illegal but how do you police how is that, that really different than an mlm i mean how is it really different than MLM? as we said earlier it's a slippery slope <laughs> 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 i mean there's been plenty of documentaries that are trying to raise awareness is anything happening behind the scenes? I don't know. Oh, and I mean, hopefully those documentaries are just giving people an insight into, you know, what to look for. So when their friend from 10 years ago says, I've got a business opportunity, they're like, oh, this is shady as fuck. I'm not going to do this. It's one of those, like, I think if there's one takeaway from this that we need to make very clear, is that we don't like pyramid schemes, we don't like MLMs, but it doesn't mean we don't like the people that get roped in. Because it's like, it, it's easy to kind of villainize like the whole thing as a group. But I mean, the true enemy here are going to be the people at the top that then prey on vulnerable people or people yeah. that, you know, just want to maybe be independent or like the idea of like, man, maybe this sounds good. They enjoy doing it. I like it. You know, maybe I could be a part of it. Maybe just someone who's a bit helpful and optimistic and is trying, which Fuck anybody who uses that shit to, you know what I mean, hurt someone else for their own gain. Like, it's just bullshit. Like, I don't like that. And again, you can't really blame the people that recruited them, because then they recruited by other people. It's always going to be the people at the top that are... It's when you get to a certain level where they are publicly advocating for this. Yeah, and they're making a lot of money off of it. They get to, and, you, and you know yeah. what it is, and you know what you're selling to people. And you can't even you can't even blame them too much if they get defensive about you not supporting them because they're being told you have to cut out negative people in your life. You have to get rid of friends who don't like this. If you want to message us about anything, um, if you have any questions, you can contact us on our Instagram at get inside us or Twitter, just at get inside us. And what's our email, Adam? Um, get inside us podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So uh, just please don't message us asking us if we want to sell you a product for like MLM stuff or <laughs> because we will say yes <laughs> clearly are the wrong the wrong target here <laughs> um, so uh, we would politely decline all offers um, we will only accept sponsorships though sponsor us I guess if you want until then we'll just keep <laughs> we'll just keep talking we'll do whatever <laughs> we will talk to you soon <laughs> keep listening Bye. Bye.